0: Hi, my name is Kaliana Kimpo, and for my podcast interview, I'll be interviewing my father, Anthony Kimpo. When the idea of interviewing someone came up, I immediately thought of my dad because our relationship is so special and different from any other parent and child relationship. I chose to interview him because although we were constantly talking, I wanted to dig deeper and learn some new things about my dad. By sharing this, I hope that others can also learn something from my dad, like I do every day. I hope you enjoy listening what experience in your life has birthed or made a lesson that you've carried with yourself throughout your whole life
1: the most significant experience of my life was um, after my father had died I I had gotten a little money from his uh, his house being sold and um, I took I took uh, you to Paris for for five weeks and we stayed in a hotel and in doing so I also quit my job and then when I came back I, I after, after Paris and those five weeks with you and living there, um, I came back I went to Burning Man and um, just had some time off to myself you know I ended up taking like three months off of work and for an adult that's that's been working a lot uh, for me it was it was a good lesson in that I can at any one point in time walk away from what I'm doing in that regard um, and I, I had the ability to do it and it was probably the greatest thing I ever did because it it taught me to just um, you know the time seemed right to do that. It's not something I, I'm able to do all the time. Obviously, like taking five weeks off of work would be nice to be able to do, but um, that's not something I can do and I had the ability to do it. And um, it was good that I took that chance and did that.
0: What's something that you like tend to live by? Like, just like a mentality that you like to live by and stick with? I mean, I,
1: I try to live by a code of respect and to me, respect is everything. And you know you have to give respect to get respect. And if people walk, if people cross that line, and they have, and I have issues, then then we have issues because they don't really allow that. You know that, and I, I pretty much, and I, I keep to myself. You know, I, I try not to bother people too much. And in return, I, I like that kind of, uh, I like that distance in return.
0: Who is your biggest inspiration? Um, now or before and then how did how did they inspire you
1: Hmm. It's an interesting question Um, I can say an inspiration that I learned about uh, probably within the last seven eight years was uh, Malcolm X reading about him Uh, to me reading about his works and his essays and um, his story of transformation and even reading about the book the making of the book afterwards um as he was writing the book, or as he was being, he was telling it to the guy who was writing it. He was finding out that he was getting uh, betrayed by by the by the group that eventually murdered him. Um, and he didn't change the beginning of the book. He was very honest and true to himself, and he was very well spoken. Taught himself to read and write, um, and just very honest. I thought he was very honest. It was a really good story, or I mean, the book was really good, and his. Those were in his words. He didn't write it, but Alex Haley wrote it. But he so he worked with him on it.
0: How oh, have you grown as a person? Let's say you can go from the beginning, but also like we can just say in, like the last ten years, or when you were a kid, whenever you want.
1: Um, I think the biggest change is um, from when I was younger is um, just have people's feelings more into in tune with. Uh, I'm just more in tune to people's feelings and more acknowledging of people's feelings. Um, I wouldn't be able to work where I work and how I work and operate how I do if I didn't have people's feelings, if I didn't take people's feelings into account and having, um, having you, um, you know, being your dad and having to basically, you know, respect your feelings and listen to them and, and just realizing the feelings are just feelings are felt. They don't have to be acted on and there's nothing wrong with them really. And, and that's true of other people and many times people's you know <clears throat> where most people are coming from is that of a reaction to feelings not necessarily that's not necessarily the feeling it's the reaction that people are um, demonstrating so I think that's the biggest uh, change is just being um, aware of that
0: how did you kind of be your own person as like a parent
1: I think in terms of a parent you need to let your child be free and in doing so I think that kind of developed my own style, and that um, you know, just some of the fun outfits that we would put on you when, when you were younger, and just stuff like that, and watching movies together, and very loose, but at the same time, like didn't really put up with any put up with any shit in public, and you know, just. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's the biggest improvement you've made as a person? I think
1: you know, obviously, being a parent was uh, has has taught me to give outside of myself you know in terms of as a person so to not be more selfish you know not be selfish and um but even more so you know like I mean that taught me a lot but even more so uh, going to Burning Man and giving to my camp and giving to the city um I really enjoy that and um you know I never thought that I'd care about taking care of people and I know it is Burning Man and you can call it what, you know, people wouldn't be there but it is a city and it is but like I mean it it is a real place that that does exist and and is kept and is is built by the entire city and is owned by the people. Um and that's a nice it's a nice feeling and it's it's good to see that at least um <clears throat> you know, even though I make fun of it all the time it is nice to have a place like that to make fun of. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> Was there like a moment um in Paris or in Burning Man or like any big trips or something like that in your life where you made like a new discovery about how the world works or a new discovery about who you are as a person or the people around you or something like that. Yeah,
1: I mean, traveling to Paris for five weeks, um, obviously being in a different place and they do things differently. Even just handling money is a lot different. Moving around is different. Um, The fact that we lived on the sixth floor of a building but they called it Floor 5. The fact that we had no elevator in that building, and most didn't. Um, just the, the way that people handle themselves, the etiquette of certain things, um, I think that was probably probably a huge awakening, and, and to bring Burning Man back into it too, I mean, that city in itself has its own ways and its own methods of survival. and In each case, you can compare both. They're, they're both very real cities. Um, obviously, Paris is much, much, much older. And even more so, but I mean, there's a there's a way of doing it, you know. not that really, a, you know, going anywhere, traveling anywhere, going to Mexico City, um, even for that one day I was there, was was just eye opening in terms of just how people can live and and how much different it is in how you live. Even traveling to the East Coast, it's uh, it's very different. It's very eye opening to go different places. You have to you have to adapt.
0: Would you say like going to new places <clears throat> is like the way you learn, like the the
1: most yeah I am very visual <clears throat> and very um, and for me something like that that immerses me where I have to adapt as a method of survival like yes that will motivate me to definitely learn but yeah I, I learn through new experiences and new ideas and new con- even new concepts I mean just the, the whole act of surviving somewhere and <clears throat> just understanding the difference between a men's room and a ladies room or left and right or being able to read a map in another language is huge
0: what were the biggest lessons that you remember that your parents taught you?
1: I learned lots of stuff from my parents. I mean, I don't know how much of it um, applies to things. I mean, you know, my father taught me how to change my oil and taught me some stuff about cars. Um, my mom and him taught me how to drive, I and mean, that stuff always helps. Played baseball with my dad. Uh,
0: Did you have lots of talks with him, like how we talk or anything no, like that? No, not
1: Really? It wasn't like that. It was just a different time, and he was a different type of person than I am. You know, not everybody's not everybody's dad talks to them, or I mean, he talked, but it wasn't like we didn't we didn't talk about Malcolm X or I never interviewed him for a blog. They, they didn't have blogs back then. <laughs> They're written written blogs. So there were, were logs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you learn any like deeper lessons from them?
1: You know, I'll be honest with you. Nothing that I, nothing that I can recall. Um, you know, not everybody's childhood is the same, and I think that's something that you know maybe everyone should be grateful for. I mean, I granted I had a roof over my head and everything, and and I, you know, I guess I learned from my parents like how to how to take care of their kids in the sense of like I I take care of my kids, and I will work regardless of whatever I got going on and make sure bills are paid. But yeah, I, I don't know.
0: How is their mentality or their values different from yours?
1: I just felt like they were more fearful of things, fearful of the world, and then they, they were married at a young age, and they argued a lot, and they shouldn't have been married or at least shouldn't have been together as long as they stayed together. So, um, you know, my dad was very much about um, kind of playing it safe. I don't know. I didn't really get to know him as well as I guess I, I guess I would have liked. Um I got to know my mom, but she was very self-centered and very much into her, what she, whatever she was about.
0: Let's say they were alive and you could, like, talk to them for, like, one last time or something like that. Like, what were some of the most important things that you would want to say to them?
1: Well, if I could say, you know, talk to them, you know, i tell them I love them and show them pictures of you and 18 and that kind of thing. And I don't have anything against them or anything, but I'm not going to lie, they weren't, they weren't, uh, they weren't good parents. I think I'm. I think I'm a much better parent, and I, th- I would hope that I'm around a lot longer than they are than they were around, and you know, so I can experience what it's like to be the parent of someone that's older and an adult.
0: What's well, something that when I'm an adult still you want me or eighteen to carry with? I think
1: The main lesson is just to have respect for yourself and for other people, and if you do that, you'll recognize when people aren't respecting you. You realize when people aren't getting respected by other people, and you'll see it. You know, and you'll and you'll demand it. And in most cases, that's fine. In most cases, that's not a problem. But in some cases, um, especially being girls, you know, especially being women, you need to be you need to be strong. You know, especially in you know, I don't really know where the future of the world is headed, but from what I can see, it's women are not really being heard. So it's it's important.
0: When did you first, like, realize how important respect is and stuff? When did you first, like, experience that firsthand for yourself?
1: Oh, when I was a kid. I mean, I grew up in I grew up in North Los Angeles where, you know, there's a lot of uh, gang territory up there. And, yeah, a lot of them are just kids, but still, if you're 12 or 14 and you're seeing some 16, 17, 18-year-olds, you know, they, they look pretty big to you, right, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Maybe they're even older, but... You know, it's just about, like, respect on people's turf or, you know, you don't, um, if there's a certain street you shouldn't walk down, don't walk down it. Don't stare at people if you don't want them to stare back or say something back. You know, even beyond that, just how to talk to people right. I can distinctly remember being a kid and getting talked to like I was a kid and not liking that and then getting in a lot of arguments with adults about it, which, I mean, I guess that wasn't cool either, but at the same time. And it is, It's it's it is. It is very important for respect in the world because... You know, you look at you look at most of the problems you see in the world today. It is due to a lack of respect, and it's due to like this sense of like, you know, up or down in terms of worth, which doesn't exist. You know, with the exception of like, scumbag murderers and pedophiles. You know, everybody's everybody's the same. You know, and a lot of people don't treat people like that, whether it's conscious or subconscious, because you're a man or you're old or you're a woman or you're ugly or you're pretty or you're black or you're white or whatever the hell you are. You know, and that to me is not acceptable because I don't really fit in any one category and maybe that is why or maybe that's not why or maybe that's just how I am. But but you know it's if you look if you look at the world and you look at look at how things are, you know, most most groups are just it, it is a lack of respect because you can't be different and still be civil or still be okay with someone being different. I think we can learn to disagree. And still work together. I mean, I have to do it all the time, you know, at, at my job. But I mean, I know that some in, in some cases it's, it's just hard because people have things that are anchored inside of them. I don't really know. I really don't know what what's wrong with uh, with the world. I really don't. Some of the things I just don't understand. I just don't understand where a lot of these things are coming from. But I do get where they're coming from. But at the same time, I also don't think that in today's day and age, and specifically in this country. Maybe we'll just have their, the, the, just the whole thing, the whole priorities are, are completely backwards.
0: I want to, like, have you maybe give some advice for people that are hearing this, maybe, like, just some of my classmates or something like that, because I know we have a great relationship and it's very different than, like, a lot of people have with their parents, and I'm really grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And also, you're very different as well. I like to describe you as, like, a character, because just very different. And I think it's really impacted me a lot in a great way. And have you maybe
1: I mean, I think a little
0: takeaway from my classmates or something like that? Okay, I
1: mean, uh, I would say at this point in your life, don't, don't stress out too much about things that aren't going your way. Um, a lot of things that you find in your life right now are that you make out to be a big thing are really not um, in the end. Um, but in the meantime, enjoy yourself and trust yourself and believe in yourself and try to keep an open mind about things. You're lucky in the sense that you're growing up on the west coast of America, a little more open minded, liberal minded viewpoints out here, which is good. Um, doesn't mean you necessarily have to agree with everything, but it's a good, it's, at least the exposure is nice. And uh, in terms of advice, uh, I would suggest keep your head down and focus as much as you can on things that are good. And uh, while you have the time to do it, because things come up, life happens, things happen. Um, things change, people change. Um, but if you can focus on something and create good habits that carry you through, then life will get easier later on. That's about it. Thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Love you, babe.
0: What do you want to say, Ladybird?
1: Talk. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>